And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. This is episode 223, and today we're going to discuss four rituals that you can use to have a successful job search. I expect that these tips will not only equip you for success, but they also will make you more fulfilled and strong when embarking on this part of your journey. We are here from Austin, Texas, live from Austin, Texas. Oh, man. I get so excited because this is the first time in an entire year that we've done a live event. We used to do these back with meetups. So we have a small but sturdy crew of people here comprised of our team, friends, and a job seeker who is going to help us out with this podcast and make it better. So the aim here is to get you to land the right job faster, but this is also to arm you with some rituals that will get you past faster in the job search stage. By following these suggestions, I also believe that you will protect yourself from the negative emotions that may come from the job search, things such as loneliness, depression, anxiety, and you'll come out a better person as a result. So let's launch right into it with episode 223 of the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. All right, so here are four tips and a caveat here. You don't have to use all of them. I don't want to intimidate really anyone thinking that, hey, you have to go home and try all these things. Really, if any of these things resonate with you, pick one of them and try them out this week. Seriously, try them out this week and I know that you can benefit from it. I would not be giving any of these tips here if I hadn't tried any of these myself. These are all tried, true, tested by Chris and also approved by career coaches we've worked with in the past. Things to help you to have a successful job search. So I'll kick it into our first tip. Tip number one for job search success, the morning routine. This is one of the most powerful things that I've been able to implement in my own life starting in 2017. Back then when I was growing the company with my brother, I remember how tough and how difficult of a time it was. This was a time where I felt like there was a lot of uncertainty and I do draw a lot of parallels between that and the job search. I wasn't sure whether I was going to make it. I wasn't sure whether I I was able to make ends meet. And with this one thing alone, I'll tell you that it was one of the biggest game changers that I've been able to implement that I still continue to implement to this day. And that is time for self-reflection first thing in the morning. Every single morning, starting off, just giving time to yourself to either meditate, pray, or self-reflect through some sort of journal entry. For job seekers, and especially those who are going through possibly a tough time or a time of anxiety, this is one of the best things you can do. Perhaps one of the best books I've read in the last five years is a book called The 5am Club. This is a fiction book actually, where it's, I don't know if you call it science fiction, but it's based off of two struggling people who are looking to improve their lives and they implement a routine called the 20-20-20 principle. I don't get paid by Robin Sharma, the author, to say this, but seriously, this is one of the best things that I have personally read and I was able to implement within my own life. If I cut to the core principle of this, the 20-20-20 principle consists of three things. The first thing is that self-reflection that I talked about in the very beginning. So meditation, prayer, journaling, that type of thing followed by 20 minutes of learning and focusing and honing in on your craft. So I think about all of us job seekers, people who are looking to transition to a type of career. And one of the best things we can do to arm ourselves with knowledge and power and even a skill when we are looking to transition into careers is truly getting better at that by learning something every single day. So don't be intimidated. Don't think you need to learn coding overnight and just become the world's best coder, but take just 20 minutes a day. And the idea is that it compounds over time and becomes something very powerful. 
So maybe one chapter or two chapters a day. So 2020-20 principle. So first thing, meditation, self-reflection, prayer. Second thing being your learning journey, getting the best of your craft so you can become truly the top of your game. And the third thing is, and I've said this before and I haven't said it in a while on this podcast, but exercise. Exercise is one of the best things that you can do to not only increase your natural energy levels, but to reduce your stress over time. So cortisol, the natural hormone that all of us experience is not a bad thing, but it's something that needs to be maintained. And when it's too high, it could actually have a very negative effect on your job search. By exercising first thing in the morning, not only do you reduce your stress levels, but you increase your energy so you can have a more successful job search. This is something that I truly believe in as well. The bottom line, you need to set time for yourself early in the morning and give yourself a routine that sets you up for success. All right, ritual number two for job seeker success, the LinkedIn engagement boost. All right, now the first one, yeah, we get a little bit holistic. We talk about you know some things that can help us personally. Here's where we're gonna get a little bit more practical when it comes to our rituals. Let's say you have a solid LinkedIn profile. You know that your resume writer at Let's Eat Grandma just wrote you the best LinkedIn profile ever, but it is not going to help you at all if you're not engaging with people and you're not using it to the best of your ability. You need to generate some excitement and some buzz around your profile. And at the deepest level, you need to be fostering human connections with people. LinkedIn's research article, this is the famous Lou Adler research article says that 85% of jobs are filled through networking of some sort, 85%. And that always blows my mind when I think about that. It's important to know that before jobs are posted online, they are usually first filled internally through a vouching system. To get into that vouching or trust system, you need to uncover the hidden job market by expanding your network. Where's the best place to start, you may ask? LinkedIn. With over 400 million professionals, including hiring managers and recruiters, there is no better tool online to boost your job search. Okay, I guess I'll bring up the statistic here. According to LinkedIn's ultimate list of hiring statistics, 35% of employees would refer a friend for available for job positions in their company. And hiring managers consider online professional networks, <clears throat> LinkedIn, as means to get quality employees. You better get a head start now and sharpen up your LinkedIn profile, and especially considering that top recruiters are 60% more engaged with LinkedIn recruiting tools versus the average recruiter. I'll just get a little bit anecdotal here and talk about my own personal success with LinkedIn. I have vouched for it for a long time. And even when Let's Eat Grandma first started writing LinkedIn profiles for clients, this is something that I knew I had to implement within my own life. On an anecdotal level, I've landed multiple speaking opportunities, clients, increased web traffic, and to be honest, most of my podcast guests. Here's my routine. Although I don't practice this religiously like I once did, I know that this is something that's ramped me up to giving me that side of sort of success. And for you job seekers who are going through the same thing right now, I'd recommend writing this down and making a habit of this as well. Ask yourself every time you hop on LinkedIn, did you make three meaningful connections today? So these are people with like-minded interests, similar connections and networking opportunities. Number two, did you make one meaningful comment today? Not just something like, hey, nice post or just a thumbs up. Commenting is really one of the best things you can do. So actually engaging with someone's post in a meaningful way to get them to start a conversation. I remember one time I did this and I gained like 200 LinkedIn connections overnight because I found the right comment to post on. Number three, did you have one meaningful connection today? Number four, did I tag somebody in a post that would be of value? And number five, did I respond to all my notifications and messages today?
not saying that you have to do all of these, but try out some of them and try stacking them on. And this is something that I think all of us can try. I don't do this now, I'll be honest, because I've moved away from it. But back then when I was doing, I'd say this is one of the biggest things I could have done to build up my own connection base. Ritual number three for job search success, the podcast model. All right, here is where it gets exciting. In some way, shape, or form, this is what some of the healthiest and smartest job seekers are doing. And especially if you're looking for a growth within your own career and within your own transition, this is something that you should try. Pick two people per week who can assist you in your journey and interview them. I have plenty of experience being in the podcast realm. That's why I call this the podcast model. I have learned more from doing this podcast than you would ever imagine and probably more than any other tool because I get the chance to interview a career coach or someone who's transitioned or done an amazing thing within their industry. For every single job seeker here, I'd recommend doing the same thing, but within your industry, within your craft. So here are Chris's three tips for how to use this model and how to network effectively. And once again, this comes from doing over 200 podcast episodes, but when you're picking these people to interview per week, look to your family, friends, online, and people you've already been in contact with. Don't be too intimidated with the how, just get the ball rolling with finding somebody to start talking with. Number two, get your sense of purpose defined. Is it to become a better leader? Is it to become a better coder? Is it to figure out how to manage a transition from real estate to UX design? Is it something like that? Start finding and having real conversations with these people and start meeting with them. The third thing that I would recommend for all of you, and I know this sounds like a struggle, but come prepared with the questions beforehand. So like I did with this podcast episode, you can all see my show notes here. Come up with, mm, let's say five to six good questions for the people that you can interview for these, we call them informational interviews, but this is our technique here. Don't forget within your last question to ask, is there anyone who I should be in contact with? So that's one of the most powerful questions you can ask during this model or through an informational interview because it keeps the train going really. So say you have a really awesome conversation with someone within coding, you learn a lot about the transition to the industry, by asking that one simple question, this person, you really open up the door to meet other people who can be just as good, if not better. All right. Number four, the final ritual for job seeker success, volunteering or mentoring. Okay. This is one of the best ways to get moving or to get some momentum for your job search. One of the best ways to lift your spirits, truly. You not only give yourself something to talk about on your resume, your cover letter or interviews, but as I mentioned, you lift up your spirits to where people can see that energy when you meet with them one-on-one. -on -one. According to the 2016 Deloitte Volunteer Impact Survey, which polled 2,506 professionals, adding volunteer work to your resume is a very good move. 82% of respondents within the survey said that they are more likely to choose a candidate with volunteering experience. 85% are willing to overlook other resume flaws when a candidate includes volunteer work on a resume. And lastly, 80% of survey respondents agreed that active volunteers move into leadership roles more easily. So case in point, and this even I'll speak also with an example of job seekers we've worked with, but those who have been able to meet and volunteer have been the ones who've been able to transition more readily and more quickly. So I recommend it wholeheartedly volunteering and making time for this. It can seem tedious at times, but it is certainly worth it. 
All right, y'all, since we are doing a live meetup here in Austin, I had to take advantage. We had some really smart brains in the room, people who I know you all could learn from. So I asked them what tips did they have for job search success? Without further ado, here are those people giving their own tips. Jesse, tell me about a tip that you've implemented for job search success. So this will probably show my colors, but um, as a language person, but I've found that being able to mimic somebody's form of speech, whether that be vocabulary, cadence, register, helps connect with the person. And people naturally love to connect with other people. And that's a way that you can do so without being so overt about it. And you can get on their level. And so they're more likely to open up. And it also allows you to ask questions, which is something else that is very helpful because asking questions gives you answers without having to pry them out of somebody. And then you can offer those answers through whatever skill set you happen to have. that You can provide them. Awesome. Everyone, round of applause, Jesse. All right, who's next? I need one or two more. Tips, rituals, things you've used in the past for the job search. Uh, well, prior to being a writer with Let's Eat Grandma, I was an actor and a playwright in Chicago. And one of the biggest things they t- tell you, being an actor, is you're going to get a thousand no's, maybe 10,000 no's before you finally get a yes. And it's just one of those things where you can let it get to you, or it can be a burden day after day, but it's just keeping the spirits high, keeping the motivations high. Something that you mentioned, Chris, earlier was the holistic things you can do to keep yourself healthy, whether mentally or physically. And I think just pushing forward, even if you get that next no email, you're going to get that yes email. Whether it's a day from now or two weeks from now, it's going to come. Awesome. Thank you. High five. Oh. <laughs> applause for David. Awesome. Okay. So uh, speaking of rituals, I I think, you know, I'll riff kind of off what you were talking about earlier and what David was talking about earlier about the holistic part of the job search. I think like protecting your mental energy and like being like truly you is probably one of the most important things that you can do because, you know, we've heard from a lot of career coaches and a lot of people who are actually making the hiring decisions. Like, you know, when you bring your authentic self to the interview, for example, even your resume, it's a piece of paper. Like, how is your authentic self represented on a piece of paper? Well, it is. And when you protect your mental energy and when you do everything you can to be authentic in your own life and really, you know, not to say put yourself above everyone else, but in that one important moment in your life is just to say, like, like I am very important. I got to do everything I can to just stay true to myself. Like, that will reflect in the job search. That will reflect during the interview. That confidence like it cannot be underplayed. Like it's extremely and extraordinarily important. And one of those ways that at least I found in my own life to protect that mental energy and that confidence is to go out and find a hobby. So like, I know like some of us are, some of us were full time while they were looking for jobs and stuff like that. And some of us have kids and some of us have, you know, family and home lives and just a ton of crazy crap going on. But, you know, just finding that one time where you can be alone and do what makes you passionate and excited You know, for me, sometimes it's going outside and playing soccer or what I found recently is running like avidly. So doing a lot of that will actually reflect in who you are in your job search. Awesome. High five. Round of applause for that. All right. So hope you found these tips to be useful. Like I said, don't be intimidated. I felt like I gave list upon list upon list. But in reality, I ask each and every one of you who is listening to this episode to just try something and to try the thing that resonates with you. I guarantee you that when you implement one of these tips and really run with it, you're going to have a better job search. You might land that job quicker and your transition is going to go smoother.
take this episode, post it, tag me on LinkedIn. I would love to hear if you have any rituals that work in particular for you. And I would love to hear if you've tried any of these rituals and if that's lend itself some success as well. All right, this wraps up episode two, two, three of the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time. The Let's Career, Warrior Career Warrior Podcast. And for more on your job search, please make sure to check out Let's Eat Grandma's website at letseatgrandma.com forward slash CWP. That's where you can find her blog, attend job seeker events, and learn more about her awesome resume services. Let me just say, I'm happy you're subscribed on Apple or Spotify, but you are missing out if you haven't seen the additional resources on our website. Once again, that's letseatgrandma.com forward slash CWP. And please don't forget to leave a review. The support from my fellow warriors is what will help me get noticed and what will help the algorithm so other job seekers can discover us too. I promise I read all the reviews and you will just make my day. That's all. I'll see you next episode this Monday morning.